Hello, and welcome to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. This is a podcast I've had for a couple of years now where I share my biohacking health wellness journey and have a bunch of people on and kind of really talk about a range of topics. So thanks for joining and thanks for listening to another episode. I am currently sipping my bone broth that I just finished making yesterday. I I actually bought a slow cooker, like a crock pot recently, and actually got it from a secondhand store. And there were so many in there, which just goes to show how many people buy them and how many people actually use them. And yeah, so ever since I got that, I've started making my own bone broth a lot. And this is the first time that I've added chicken feet to it. And it was kind of weird. So I mean, for all those people listening who've made bone broth, like you probably know that chicken feet is like one of the best ingredients to add because of the of the flavoring that it adds. And when I've been like looking at recipes and kind of like looking at how to do this, I kept seeing it come up and I was like, oh, okay, like I'm just gonna get some. So I ordered some from this subscription meat box that I get here in Canada called True Local and they arrived frozen. So I thawed them and then I added them in. And I was talking to someone on Instagram about this. Like I am all for like nose to tail eating. And I'm kind of like moving towards more of this like idea of not necessarily carnivore eating, but like animal first eating. And I I think there's a lot of nutrients in it. And I think it, I think there's a lot of parts of animals that are much healthier than like what we typically use in the North American society right now. But When you're like unpackaging chicken feet and then you add it to a crock pot with bones in there, it's so gross. I just have this, I, and this is what I was talking to this girl about on Instagram of like, I have this issue of, I love the idea of eating meat and animals because it's so nutrient dense. And I think it's necessary for our health, but when things look like the animals, like specific parts, it's much harder for me to consume it. So, and that's applicable, like when it's like a fish and the head is still attached to the fish or like eating lobster, like same thing. Like when it actually looks like the animal, I have this like, this like stronger response to it. And I think that's pretty normal. I don't know. But anyway, so that happened when I had these chicken feet because like the nails will, were still on the feet, obviously, and the ankle bones and everything. And I was kind of squeamish about it. But that to say that the bone broth is really good. And it definitely, it's definitely got a richer uh, taste to it than what I've previously made it only from like beef bones that I've had. So I think people are right. I just have to get over it. And yeah, so I'm drinking that. And I'm going to post that recipe in a couple of weeks after I've done tweaking it and that type of thing. And it's really good. And it's filled with collagen. It's filled with healthy fats, lots of nutrients. And there's something to be said about drinking a cup of bone broth every day, I think. And I think it was, I don't know, I think it was Kylie Jenner who was talking about how she drinks either, I think, celery juice in the morning or bone broth in the morning when she first wakes up. 
And like, mind you, I'm kind of on the fence with celery juice, but with bone broth, I I think that's right. I think waking up with such a nutrient dense, liquid, warm liquid on your stomach, I think is is really healing, really good for your skin, hair and nails, really good for your gut. So that's kind of like what I'm what I'm doing this winter is a ton of bone broth and kind of seeing how that impacts my health. So I mean, if you do the same and have any other tips about how to make good bone broth, let me know because I'm still trying to figure it out. Right now, my biggest issue is, and again, like I need to look this up is when it's done, even though I strain it and I strain it twice, there's still like the layer of fat when I put it into a jug in the fridge. So I'm just curious how people actually remove like that thick layer of fat because I do want healthy fat, but I don't want that much healthy fat. Like I don't want it to taste like super fatty in your mouth, like super oily. Like there's a, there's a delicate balance there. So I've just been like cooling it down, putting it in the fridge and then like scooping it out with a spoon. But I wonder what the better method of doing it is. Anyway. Yeah. So that's currently what I'm drinking right now. Last night I ordered my aura ring after much debate and it was interesting. I actually posted on my story today about ordering one and So many people didn't know about the new one and the features and all the drama that's happened. So it's been interesting to kind of like start to talk to people about that. And basically the drama around the new like generation three or a ring has to do with them moving to a subscription model where you have to pay monthly now because for so long they weren't right. Like you would just buy the ring one off and that was that. But then things like Whoop and other ones have like a monthly subscription. And so now there was so many people upset in their Facebook group and so many people, yeah, so many people upset in their Facebook group and so many people upset even on their Instagrams about that. And and I can understand that for sure. So yeah, I mean, I I got one. I ordered the gold one because I'm so tired of having a black ring because I actually won it in a contest a while ago and just don't love how the black looks. So I'm excited to get the gold one. And yeah, and I will definitely, definitely let you know my thoughts on it when it comes out. I'm interested to see the new features, especially for like uh, cycle tracking, because they have, the new one has seven sensors on it for temperature. So it can now like predict your cycle, predict when you're going to ovulate, predict when you're going to have your period. So if this works accurately, I'm probably going to stop using the birth control app that I have right now called Natural Cycles and stop taking my temperature in the morning and just use the Aura Ring. Because I think if it's accurate enough, like I don't think you need two temperature tracking methods. So that's kind of what I'm hoping it can do because I would love to stop having to take my temperature in the morning and then put it in this app and see what the algorithm does. Yeah. So I'm just curious to see how that works out. And yeah, I'm really excited. So today is the first time, and you'll hear me say this in the interview as well, but it's the first time I'm having on a guest for the second time. I This is episode my goodness, I think it's 74. Yep, 74. And Wade Lightheart is joining me from BioOptimizers. And I had him on, like, I don't even know, maybe in 2019, I want to say, or maybe early 2020. I don't know. It was a while ago. Um, and we talked about a different subject. We talked about digestive enzymes at the time because their digestive enzymes are my favorite and the ones that I always recommend to all of my clients. 
And today we're kind of talking about something different. So we kind of get into mostly about magnesium um, and the different types of magnesium and the benefits and how to use it and who should use it and all of these different questions because they have a full spectrum magnesium product. So it'll be cool to kind of hear you know, what he has to say about that and what he recommends for everybody listening. Yeah. And we talk about like stress and burnout and lack of sleep and ancestral living versus modern day living and how it's depleting nutrients like magnesium. So it was really cool to have him on. He's such a gem, such a nice guy. And it was an awesome interview. And I will definitely have him again for a third episode one day. And I look forward to that. So Yeah. And then, and also a quick shout out to our sponsors for this week. Sponsors are super important for the show. They're the reason that the show can continue. And they're the reason I am able to actually run this show and, and yeah, like have it as part of my business. Otherwise it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be happening. And so shout out to Inside Tracker, the test that I recommend to almost everybody that tests your nutrient levels, your hormones, your biological age. It's a really, really great baseline test. If you haven't had anything tested all year and you're like, okay, I'm going to get something tested. You know, my health feels off. I don't know what it is. I don't know where to start. Inside Tracker is what I would recommend. And they actually have some great Black Friday sales coming up because I'm a part of their team, their affiliate team. And so they sent me what they're doing and I will have a special code for Black Friday that gets you even more money off. And so it's even cheaper for you. And so if you want that early, just let me know and I can send it to you or just stay tuned on Black Friday and Cyber Monday when I post about it. And I really recommend getting it done. My, when I did it, I've, so I've done it twice this year. The first time I did it, my biological age was 19.5. And the second time I did it, my biological age was 18, which was really interesting because I think it was like a four months different difference. And I think it was right around when I did 75 hard, which you like can't eat any crap or anything like that. Right. So it actually had quite a big difference on my biomarkers, which was really cool to see. So definitely check them out. And then also a shout out to Hana. And I love this brand. They have a bunch of different coffee boosters that you add to your coffee or water or like bulletproof coffee, keto coffee type of idea. And I'm currently using their immunity one for obvious reasons. And it's really tasty and it's made in like coconut milk powder. So it's not like one of those powders that you add that's like tart or bitter. It's actually really, it's got like sweetness to it. So it's really nice in coffee and a hot drink or tea or something like that. So definitely check them out if you're looking for something to support your immune system right now. So without further ado, enjoy this interview and I look forward to having you back next week. Okay, welcome to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. This is a special episode, as I was saying just before we started recording, that I have Wade Lightheart on the podcast today, and he is the only person that has I have brought back so far and has a second episode with me, which is special and cool and kind of nice to check in 
compared to where we were when we recorded probably about a year and a half ago. And if you don't know who Wade Lightheart is, he is a author, an athlete, a nutritionist, and an expert on fixing digestion. And he is one of the founders of BioOptimizers. Now, you've probably heard me talk about BioOptimizers quite a lot because these are the digestive enzymes that I use and the ones that I recommend to my followers and to my clients because they are the best. But they also have like a magnesium product and a probiotic product I use and a whole bunch of other things, actually. Wade, welcome. Welcome back to the show. (laughs) It's so great to be back chatting with another former Vancouverite. I'm a former Vancouverite. You're still out in in, uh, in the Pacific Northwest or or the Pacific Southwest of Canada, which is ironic. It's kind of changed. Yeah, (laughs) no kidding. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Great to be here. What is what is the number one thing that you miss from living in this area? Oh, ooh, that's a good one. I miss the seawall. I I used to walk the seawall three, four times a week, oftentimes with a friend or doing my phone calls on it. And, and it's it's such a nice fusion of ocean, mountain, trees, nice. and an easy, nice long walk. And I absolutely miss that. And, and the second thing I would say that I miss, the one thing about a rainy culture, it makes for a great coffee culture. Yes. Oh my goodness. Coffee culture is very extreme here. <laughs> um, it is. It is. It's also because I think it's like right close to Seattle and Seattle is where Starbucks started. And so I think there's just this whole zone of like bougie coffee roasters and like this mm-hmm. whole thing. And I love it. So I'm not complaining. <laughs> have you ever gone down to Revolver in Vancouver? Yes, I have yeah. in Gastown. Yes, yeah. very good coffee. Mm-hmm. So for, for my coffee drinkers, I recommend that. And if you're a tea drinker, which I am, I'm a poor tea guy. O five in Kitsilano is amazing. Yes. Yeah. I've been to that one as well. Is there no type of like seawall type of idea where you are in Venice Beach? Well, there is. I'm literally, I'm five, I'm I'm about a a half mile from Gold's Gym, Bulletproof Cafe, Air One, and Venice Beach. So it's literally a stretch. Wow. So I typically, once a day, I'll take a beach walk to Bulletproof or to Gold's Gym. So I do that every day. But you don't have, it's California, which I love the sunshine and I love the trees and I love the beach, but there's just a richer texture to the mountains and the ocean and the trees that's unique to Vancouver. That's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. It's very like rainforest almost type of climate here and it's quite different. And that's awesome having all of that stuff so close, like Oh, I'm so jealous. Like I go to Gold's Gym here, but I have to drive 15 minutes to go to it and it's not close to the beach and it's just completely different. But yeah, living the life in Venice Beach sounds amazing. I dreamed of being here and eventually I got here. It took me a long time, but I finally made it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So today we really want to dive into magnesium and which is quite different than what we talked about last time because Last time we focused on digestion and digestive enzymes, but you have this very potent, one-of-a-kind magnesium product. So before we kind of go into the science of it, why did you guys and, and your company decide to come out with a magnesium product in the first place? That's a great question. And Tim Ferriss said this once, the best companies and products are built by people who are scratching their own itches. And 
both Matt and myself, along with a number of different high performers who are in associate with almost over, if you're a high performer, at some point you're going to go through a burnout stage and that you find the limits. And I believe that it's an important phase, particularly for biohackers. Biohackers typically are people who want more out of life, who want to maybe go a little bit against the grain about what people think is standard for your age or your operational parameters or your health profile or the rate of aging or whatever. I think that's what we're speaking to that group. And almost always that group will eventually come up with come up against some limit in their life, whether that's a physical limit, a health limit, uh, a performance-based limit, but it's some kind of limit. And being a, one of those people that want to go beyond limits, you are ultimately led into various products and services and technology to kind of alleviate the, just the stress of being a high performer. And so a number of years ago, I got into a real burnout situation. I, was, I had three companies at the time. I was traveling around the world and I was uh, doing a fairly rigid diet in a, in a very difficult situation. I was living in Panama at the time. I was one of those guys that kind of was a digital nomad for about a decade. And it just got too much. And what happened is I burned myself out, an over-reliance on caffeinated stimulants, things like that. And so when I checked in with my naturopathic doctor, we did some tests and Sure enough, I was super deficient in magnesium. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I take a bit of magnesium, but I didn't think I would be like, because I had a, a diet that had things like dark chocolate and avocados and nuts and seeds and bananas and leafy mm-hmm, greens mm-hmm. and all these. I'm like, well, these are all things magnesium rich, but somehow I wasn't extracting the magnesium. Anyway, so I looked at it and it, it made me remember something. What happened is I recalled an event. At, I was actually at Bulletproof event a number of years before. And Charles Poliquin, the famous strength sensei who coached athletes and well, he coached 27 gold medalists in 27 different sports, plus a who's who of professional sports. And in his talk, which was revolutionary at the time, he had stated that he was using different types of magnesium in high dosages to help alleviate the stress of Olympic caliber or professional caliber training. And he said that the research had indicated that the different types of magnesium were uptaken by different parts of the body. And I was like, oh, well, let me go into that. So we started doing a bunch of research and Matt and I were kind of crazy biohackers, right? We, we went out and just bought every type of magnesium there was, every one you could get. And we started creating spreadsheets and we started, so this is a little side story, might be on the too much info, but when you take too much magnesium, you get the runs. Okay. It's called (laughs) called breaking the GI barrier. This was, was well fleshed out and developed actually by the two time Nobel prize winner, Dr. Linus Pauling. And they used to use this with vitamin C, him, David Hawk and Dr. David Hawkins and Dr. Abram Hoffer were the founders of orthomolecular psychiatry, and that is training psychiatric conditions with uh, super physiological levels of nutrients and saying that a lot of these conditions actually originated from the turn the world upside down in the 70s. I actually read that book, which is, I don't even know how they were figuring this stuff out in the 70s. But when you break the JRBR, it means that you take in more of a product than you can 
than your digestive system can handle and you concordantly get the runs. So I'm like, wow. Okay, well, let's take up to the maximum dosage till I get the runs. And so we would start doing this with different types of magnesium and it turned out that sure enough, different magnesiums, number one, you would feel differently. Some improved, some reduced like uh, muscle cramping. Some would make you feel almost kind of euphoric or super calm, like a calm Zen state. And so I could actually notice this, but each different type of magnesium, I would get the runs at different levels. I would literally just start half gram dosage every couple of hours until I got the runs. And then we would track that and then we do the next one and then we do the next one. And then we said, well, how many of these different magnesiums can we add in without creating the runs? And it turned out that you could take more magnesium if you took different types of magnesium. Oh, that's mm, interesting. interesting. Right? So then we kind of, from our work, and we had a couple other people join in that because we have kind of like a biohacking test group. We're all crazy and we all try to do things and we share notes. We started experimenting this. And we narrowed it down to a number of different magnesiums that had research that supported their effectiveness in a variety of areas. And that when we combine these ones together in the right dosages, we could take not only could we take more magnesium without getting the runs, but we we had a wider dearth of positive benefits for different people with different genetic predispositions or lifestyles or age groups. So we, in other words, we were able to solve uh, a magnesium deficiency on a broader scale for a broader group of people because none of the people in the know were doing the same thing that we did. They had a cupboard full of magnesiums and they were like trying to randomly shotgun different pills at different times to get different effects. And we're like, let's solve this problem because it's really expensive. It really sucks and it could be better. And, and we did. And, but that we ran into another problem. And the, the next problem was, is we're like, well, why didn't anybody do this? Well, we found out why that was. Whenever you see, say, like magnesium citrate or bisglycinate or whatever type of magnesium, when that other piece, that's associated is what it's bond to. It's how the bond is. And that bond is going to change the nature and size of that magnesium. And the problem is when you start taking these different types of magnesiums and trying putting them and making them in a blend, it doesn't filter through the machine very well that puts this through. In other words, the machine sticks up and you can't produce that much. And what a lot of people do is they use what's called excipients, which are flow regulators. And flow regulators will increase the slipperiness of a formulation, but oftentimes they're chemical agents. And we don't like to use those. We like, no, we're not using those things that shouldn't be in your body just to make it work in the machine. And then the, so we, we figured that out. But then we had another problem because the different sizes of magnesiums, they wouldn't fit in the cap very well. They would kind of destroy the cap. So we had to get special caps. So to get special machines, special caps to put all these magnesiums into one cap with no weird excipients and bingo, magnesium breakthrough came out. We made it for ourselves. We started using it. We loved it. Saved us money. It was more effective. We needed less to get more. And then we said, well, let's see if we can sell this and see if anybody else would like it. And we got overwhelmed literally because... Everybody started taking this and raving about it. And then we had all kinds of scaling challenges. <laughs> like we, we first had the problems of building it. Then we had the problems of the success of it. So, but we've got that sorted out now. 
Yeah. I mean, good problems to have, right? Like your product's doing so well, you can't keep up. That's a great, (laughs) great problem to have. I think it's interesting. And I, I think it's interesting that no one else had really thought of this, right? If people are selling different types of magnesium separately, why haven't there been other people who've been like, oh, maybe we need like full spectrum magnesium and it actually works better and more synergistically when it's all put into one one supplement. Like it's just interesting that no one else really kind of looked at it like that. I'd love to quickly pause this episode to talk to you about your immune health. How are you supporting it? I'm currently doing a bunch of holistic self-care practices and biohacks, but I've also been looking at supplements lately, especially in the last year and a half to two years. Immunity is such a hot topic and something I think we've all been focusing on. I'm taking more of a holistic approach to my supplements rather than just having a singular supplement like a specific vitamin or mineral. I want something effective, natural, and easy to use as well. I recently started using Coffee Boost Immunity by Hana, which is a blend of herbs that support and nourish the immune system. It's a powder that tastes amazing because it's actually blended with coconut milk powder. So I add this right to my Bulletproof coffee every morning, so it's super easy to use and tastes really good. It has herbs in it like ashwagandha, holy basil, amla, and gaduchi, which strongly support our immune system through their adaptogenic, antioxidant, and anti-inflammatory effects. If you're looking for something more holistic like this, something easy to use by just adding to your coffee every day or tea, but you do want something that strongly supports the immune system and is research-backed, this is what I suggest. Hana's Coffee Boost Immunity is so, so good and so (laughs) honestly tastes amazing. What I also love about their brand is that they focus on sourcing impurity. So they have herb collectors in places like India and Kingdom of Bhutan, and they also don't add any preservatives or fillers, which is really important because I want a product that's research-backed, but I also want something that's natural and clean as well. So if you're interested in trying this, I highly recommend it. You can use my discount code, which is BiohackingBrittany in all capitals, for 15% off your order, excluding a couple of products. And you can get that through the link in my show notes or on my website. You can also message me as well if you need this link on Instagram or through email. So that is Biohacking Brittany in all capitals for 15% off. Well, to be frank, there was a couple companies that had like two different types, three different types. I think one even had four. So I think what happened, though, was just what I explained. The logistical construction components became an issue. There's also some trademark components that are floating around with different formulations that if you use some magnesiums, you can't put it into the formula anymore because you need too much of that product to make the claims that have been proven. So there's a dark side of the industry as well that people have to navigate. And then there's knockoff companies from that. And then you don't know the sourcing. So when you get into all these things, the nuances of manufacturing high quality products, you're going to run into a variety of these challenges. Unfortunately, we've been around for a long time and we will not cut corners for any reason. And now it takes longer and it's 
it's a, certainly more laborsome and more costly to produce, ultimately the effect is better and we feel that it, maintaining the trust of the brand and with their customers is more important than the, the profit margin or shortcutting something and putting things in that shouldn't be there. Of course, of course. And people get better results because the formula is better and it's more absorbable so they can feel the difference more. So if someone were listening to this and thinking about like, okay, should I be taking magnesium? Do I really need it? What are the typical symptoms that someone might have if they may be deficient in magnesium? Yeah, great question. And I'm going to back the truck up a little bit before we get into symptomology in saying, I'm confident that nine out of 10 people who live in North America are moderately to severely deficient in magnesium. And why I can confidently say that is about 80 years ago, we changed the food production and distribution program. And by accelerated growth cycles, the use of fertilizers and chemical agents, and the way the North American soil is, is we became depleted in magnesium. And concordantly, we added uh, a lot of enhancers into nutrition. If anyone is around as long as I have in the 80s and stuff, you'd, you always saw this enriched with calcium. And mm-hmm. calcium and magnesium exist in a two to one ratio in the body. And they always said you need calcium for stronger bones. But what most nutritionists or dietitians or doctors have, didn't recommend at the time is recognizing that this two to one ratio that magnesium and calcium exist in, if you have an over consumption of calcium and an underconsumption of magnesium, your body will actually start dumping calcium in order to try and stabilize that. And that's what leads to the degenerative conditions associated with calcium deficiency. It's not calcium at all. Magnesium is the control. And so you have an overarching deficiency to the system, and then you have an overabundance of an aspect that forces you to dump both calcium and magnesium in the system. So you get an imbalance in the ratios of your body that you have to compensate from. And that leads to, I'll talk about the, some of the things that happen for people. First one is, and I knew this back in the bodybuilding days, cramping, muscle tight. As, as athletes, they get cramping stuff. Magnesium is, I call it the relaxed mineral in that it allows the muscle to go through the relax stage. So there's a contraction and there's a relaxation. And as a bodybuilder, if you dehydrate too much or get your electrolytes off, you would flex and literally would cramp up and have guys that would be like in excruciating pain because their muscle would not uncontract. And we'd give them uh, magnesium suppositories at the time. That's literally to get them out of it. And so people who have a lot of cramping, PMS is another big indicator. High blood pressure, chronic high blood pressure, often a it's a combination of too much calcium, too much sodium, and not enough magnesium and potassium, which are some of the regulators. There's been associations with osteoporosis, migraine headaches. This is an unusual one. So magnesium is also responsible for what's called, there's you know, vasodilation and vasoconstriction. Vasodilation is the opening of your arteries. Vasoconstriction is the closing. And a lot of times with migraine headaches, people are, it's a a constriction of that. Oftentimes it's related to an allergic reaction in the body, a drug interaction. 
But magnesium is the control that opens up those that blood flow and that allows for essentially relaxed arteries and they have a better blood flow, better brain stuff. So migraines are usually an indication of a constriction there caused by something. People who suffer from low moods, magnesium is important in the functioning of say serotonin levels, right? And what's interesting is things like antidepressants, which about somewhere between 10 and 15% of the population are using antidepressants. They often are deplete, have a depleting level of magnesium. They increase brain levels of magnesium by drawing from reserves, but that carries over in other parts of the body. PMS, the cramping associated with ladies who have really big trouble, PMS issues, oftentimes can be traced to depletion of magnesium. I can't tell you how many, literally, women stop me in the street and tell me that their PMS is going away and their relationship is better. I mean, it's the weirdest stuff I hear, right? Like cardiovascular health. So a lot of times people, magnesium is involved in, in stabilized um, heart function, cognitive function and memory. One of the things that I noticed when I got really stressed out is I couldn't remember simple things. And that's because different types of magnesium, I think it's taurate, that really works kind of like taurine and, and the GABA amino, you know, GABA, that neurotransmitter, which kind of gives you that calm, clear Zen state. Insulin sensitivity, magnesium is associated with that. And those are just some of the areas that magnesium is tracked to. Yeah, it's interesting how many places it functions in and the role that it has in so many different symptoms and so many different things for people of all ages and all gen- and all genders, right? Like it's not just this one thing. I know for myself, I feel, I mean, this is just me feeling it, but I feel like I need magnesium when I feel kind of like strung out and, and too stressed without being able to kind of bring it back and like be grounded and calm. And then, and then that's when I reach for it. And I'm like, I don't know if I actually need this right now, but I feel like I need this. So I'm going to take some of this today and tomorrow and for the rest of the week. And then same with sleep as well. If I'm noticing for a few nights, I'm not sleeping well, then again, that's when I, when I'll turn to magnesium. Sleep is probably one of the big ones and people who are tracking with an aura ring or one of those dreams or anything like that, almost all of them have reported taking a couple capsules before bed gives both positive aspects and deep and REM sleep. So if you're struggling with sleep, magnesium is a a great adjunct to that. I'd love to quickly interrupt this podcast to ask you, do you know your biological age? Do you know your current hormone, vitamin, and mineral levels? Honestly, it's hard to know what's going on internally without getting tested. And traditionally, you'd have to go through your doctor or your healthcare provider to order these tests, go into a lab, and it would be a whole ordeal. (laughs) It would take a while as well. For me personally, this has always been a hurdle for understanding what is actually going on and how to optimize my biomarkers and even know my biological age in the first place. Thankfully, though, we can order a at-home test from Inside Tracker that lets us do this. It tests for your biological age, your hormone, mineral, and vitamin levels. This is a very, very comprehensive test that lets you get a ton of data from a single kit without having to go to a doctor or go to a lab or really leave your house. 
If you're looking for the ultimate blood test, try Inside Tracker, which includes testing 43 different biomarkers and the option to test your inner age and your DNA. You can use my discount code BiohackingBritney for 25% off all of their products. And you can go through there through the link in my show notes or my website and get tested today. Yeah. Do you think it's one of those minerals or supplements that you can kind of take as needed? Or do you think people should ideally be taking some magnesium every single day? Oh, I, it's a, it's an everyday it's an everyday product, and I don't just say that because I make it. What I would say is, there's an interesting here's an interesting thought in a digital world. What a lot of people don't recognize is that because of the unintended consequences of technological innovation, particularly with electromagnetic frequencies, Wi-Fi, electricity, blue lights. All of these things actually create a stimulatory effect on the nervous system. And what that does is it depletes our magnesium levels. Magnesium is the control, as you talked to you, you kind of just indicated it, like to bring myself back. It's the relaxed molecule. And what happens is we've gotten so overstimulated by input. That input is being processed through our nervous system. And whether that's electromagnetic frequency or whether it's staring into a blue light or just all the information coming at us in a highly technologically advanced world. And that actually gets us to use more magnesium. So our requirements of magnesium go up the more we interact with tech. And when you have an overarching deficiency in our soil, in our food, then now we've got a double, we've got pressure from both standpoints. So I think magnesium is the miracle mineral of the modern age. I really do. And that's why when I I suggest to people to try it, I suggest that they start with taking, if you're a real biohacker, that is, start with taking like a half gram over three times a day. And then Judge how you feel, but then bring that up at a half gram a day until you get the runs. And most people will get the runs somewhere between three and six grams, depending on how depleted they are. And that, so do it on a weekend when you don't have to go to work. And then dial back about a gram from your run rate and stay there until you get the runs again. And you'll get maybe the runs again, maybe a month, two months down the road, and then dial it back another gram. And from that point, you'll get to a point where you don't get the runs anymore and you, you're you kind of in that calm, relaxed state. Everything feels good, sleeps good. You don't get cooked out from a coffee or a stimulant of that sort of thing. You're able to sleep. You don't have that running out of control thought process or the racing heart or your overall sense of well-being is good. That's your dosage for the day. And you can stay at that for as long as you want. You can get there kind of the slow bullock route. But I'm always like, I'm a big believer in orthomolecular psychiatry, saturate the system and then dial it back until you get your optimal level. Most people will find that they, their optimal level is somewhere between one and two grams a day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and I think this is called like magnesium loading, right? Yes. Or like something like that. Okay. Because I remember when I ordered it, I think it actually came with a little 
like card or brochure or something. And it outlined this specifically and said, like, if you are stressed or if you feel like your magnesium is low, here's how to load it and how to slowly reduce it over time. And I did it. And it's very interesting to see how you feel when you're taking that much magnesium and how you can, how much calmer you actually can feel is, I can be surprising. (laughs) Well, it took me at a total anxiety burnout. I was like, I I remember waking up in in the morning and feeling anxious and I'm not that type of person at all. I'm really like, I'm not prone to depression, not prone to anxiety. I don't have any of those things. I have many friends who are, and I woke up and I'm like, Oh, I I feel like what my friends describe, you know, to me and I'm like, Holy, how's this happening? And since I've loaded up my, it took me about six weeks to get out of the, what I call the deep red zone. And it took me three months to feel good and six months to feel absolutely better than I'd ever felt before, like more calm and clear. I'm a high energy, some would say almost a high strung person, like I'm just like uh, just that type of driving person. And magnesium has rounded out my rough edges in a great way. And anytime I notice that I kind of turn up the pressure and I get a little edgy, I go, mm, you know what, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lay, lay a little lower on the caffeine. Yeah. So how much magnesium are you taking right now? I take between one and a half and two grams a day, depending on what my, what's going on in my schedule. So yeah. So I take two in the morning when I get up, I take two at lunch and then I take two at dinner, two caps. And that usually does it. And then sometimes I'll take two more caps before I go to bed with a new sleep formula that we're working on, which is killer. So mm. excited. we're excited about it. We're just completed version eight with our testing team. It's a game changer. So cool. Cool. I look forward to that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's interesting and it makes me question how much I'm taking and if I should be taking more as well. And again, like I agree with you. I think like magnesium is one of those things that we should probably be taking every single day due to the lack of it in our diets. Now, like you said earlier, like the soil is so depleted that where are we really getting these minerals from, right? Like fortified milk or like things like that. Like it's just not the same and it's not, the nutrients aren't holistic. It doesn't have all the cofactors and other things that it needs as well. So I do think supplementation is important. And there are people out there who think you don't need supplements, right? Like they think you can get everything from your food, like itself. I don't, I, like I just don't agree with that, and it sounds like you don't either. Well, here's the thing, right? I mean, it all comes down to the standards that you set for yourself, and the reality is, can you live an ordinary life eating? the Canadian food diet or the standard American. Sure. Sure. You can, you can follow that path. And according to the new England journal of medicine by 60 years old, you will have a compromised health to the point that you will need medication for the next 20 years of your life. If you live that and you will die from one of the horrific lifestyle related illnesses, the surgeon general says that 90% of the people. So when you hear that, it's not that they're wrong. It's that that is the statistical trajectory that person is on. Biohackers aren't on that trajectory. We have a book that came out. You can get a copy on our site. It's called The Blueprint 
for biological optimization, how to go from sick to superhuman. And our goal is hopefully we can extend life, but more importantly, we are extending your healthy life. And your healthy life is directly proportional to the expenditures you put in your life with the deposits that you put into it. And now, thanks to technology and biohacking technology, you can look at, you can take a spectra cell test and look at your minerals. You can take a gut map and see what bacteria you may have or may not have or any parasites they're having. You can take a, a protein unfolding test, a pulse test to see if there's any potential for heart damage. You can take a DNA test to look at what predispositions that you have or what mutations that you might have and where you need to concentrate your nutritional supplementation. You can look at your hormone test, like in a Dutch test, for example. You can take a HOMO IR to regulate blood sugar and, and use a continuous glucose monitor for a month or whatever and track how th the variants between the different foods that affect you personally. And so now that the customization of the evidence that you're able to get determined on yourself just blows those conversations out of the world. And the reality mm -hmm. is, is people who are telling you this simply are not hip to not only the possibilities of what we can live like or how well we can live as we age, but also to the tech that gives you scientific, validatable information that you can make uh, strategic changes in your life to improve your health and vitality. And, and I believe that over the next decade, you will see the emergence of a new system of health in the world that is based on the current technology, not outdated 40-year-old ideas that are based on political lobbyist groups and medical institutions who are operating in the dark ages of science in order to sell you more drugs. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't we love that? <laughs> I believe it's, it's going to happen because the, the proof is in the pudding. When you see a guy like Tom Brady, and I'm going to use sports athletes or LeBron James, these people are performing at levels like athletic careers are very short. These guys are breaking records at levels that almost no one has ever played at, let alone dominate sports at. So you have in the public eye now verifiable, definable truth of people who are using biohacking technology to perform at the highest levels that you can as a human. And so it's inevitable that it'll go this way. The research is going that way. The new medicine is going this way. And it's an absolute certainty in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's been very interesting to watch biohacking in the last few years. Like when I joined the movement, it was like, I think 2017 or so, but I, I was biohacking before I knew what that word was. And it's been interesting to see how much more popular it's become and all the different solutions and ideas and products that have come out as well. And I think you're right. I think we are moving towards a different healthcare model, but there's a lot of resistance out there. And there's a lot of people who are stuck in the same ways and will listen to a podcast like this and think it's totally woo-woo and has no validation in science and doesn't mean anything and will just ignore it and continue doing what they're doing. So I, I think it's becoming more popular, but I also think there's it's an uphill battle for the next 10 years. Well, we're in the middle of it right now, which is exciting. Yeah. And I think yes. great, like yes. with the time of this podcast a few days ago, Joe Rogan, who is by all natures a biohacker, blew apart 
Dr. Sanjay Gupta, the medical authority on CNN, and proved that he lied. And on a news network that is a trusted news source, and he's lying simply because it's within the interests of that company, which are supported by pharmaceutical organizations and that institutions and our governments are dealing with that. And Joe's not. He's, as he says, he's swimming out past the nets. Joe's got enough influence. He can do whatever he wants. And here's a guy in his 50s. He looks amazing. He gets world-class experts in other areas. And he was able to overcome a condition that supposedly, by all sounds, is the end of the world, not to disrespect anybody, and using technology prescribed to him by progressive medical experts. And he did great. And he's not saying that he's doing anything that's different or that you shouldn't follow a doctor, you shouldn't do these things. But he's saying there are other options out here and I have definable and legitimate proof around this. Why not you, why not investigate them? And it's blowing up the internet because it's exposing that we've moved away from science as a science. Science has become a religion and it's scientism that is out there and these memes need to be shattered and that's why people such as yourself with these podcasts and the influence that you have with these pockets are going to change the world to a better model and it's not that we don't need the sick care model it's not that we don't need drugs and pharmaceuticals and surgeries we do need those things but let's bring out the light of truth of what's possible for people because we're going to live to 100 and beyond and we're going to enjoy the process doing it, not shivering away, fading away in this unavoidable damage degenerative state where we don't have our faculties and we have compromised lives. That's a choice that we don't have to make anymore. And we're the first generation that's had a new option. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're totally right. And when I look at my my parents' health, even like it's a motivating factor for me to make healthier decisions right now because I don't want to deal with what they're dealing with, regardless if it's a physical health issue, a mental health issue, whatever it is, it's there's just the evidence is right there. It's just staring you at the face in, in their 60s, 50s, whatever. It's hard though, because my thing with and I've thought about this, like when I think of preventative medicine and preventative health, every single day, day in and day out, you're like, okay, I'm going to make these healthy decisions so that one day I don't get X, Y, and Z. But the thing is, is you are never going to know if you made different decisions every day, if you were actually going to get that. So it's almost like invisible in a way, right? Like you're preventing something, but how do you know if you were actually going to get it? but then you don't get it. So it's kind of like this weird matrix thing that you're in and you just continue to make these healthy decisions, assuming that it's continuing you on the healthy path. Do you know what I mean? I do. And and you bring up a great part that I think is emerging with the connection of the digital world. And that is right now, humans have become an environment, like an evolutionary pressure on themselves. And we have what I think a mutation of the species in that, Homo sapiens, if you've read the book, sapiens or homo deus, I think they're good indicators. And the the crux of that is, is we're merging into, I think, a a, a variety of different evolutionary experiments. And one of those is, I would say, infusion with machines. And there's some evidence that maybe we're already there, a cyborg type technology. Then there's people who are advocating the singularity, which is kind of another offshoot 
I mean, they just had a big thing in, I think it was Madrid the other day. It's getting kind of weird over there about AI has become a new God, if you will. And then we have a genetic splicing that we're, we're splicing in genes and splicing out. genes. So that's, so I call it, we've got homo digitalis and homo geneticists and homo bio DNA geneticists, you know what I mean? And then we've got homo spiritus people that just want to kind of like connect with spirit and go around. And then we have like homo biohackerists. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it, it, and so we look at it like, what is biological optimization? What does it look like? And I think the big breakthroughs are number one, testing, finding deficiencies, looking at mutations inside the body. How do we alleviate them? What are the, the predispositions uh, for you? And how do you offset those? And that just makes good sense, good scientific sense, good logic sense. You're using intelligence to correlate with likely determinants and it doesn't hold you from hitting a bus. But I believe that 20 years from now, 30 years from now, people will be like, of course you're getting a spectra cell test. Who? It'd be crazy not to have a gut map. We don't know what bacteria is in your guts. You know what I mean? So the things that seem outrageous and, and wild now are very much like the Wright brothers who everyone thought were crazy trying to fly. And within 50 years, people were blasting off to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, like I'm right there with you. I totally, totally agree. And I even see this, I mean, we're going off of magnesium right now, but I even see this with like EMF, right? Like people think people like when you talk about EMF and potential negative health effects that your cell phone could have while it's in your pocket for five hours a day, some people look at you like your, your freaking face is on fire. What are you talking about? This is fine. But there is research that backs that, and it's such a new way of thinking about it. And we're kind of getting there, but it's still taboo. And it, I feel like it's like that with a lot of things. But I think you're right that in however many years, it's going to be the norm and it's going to be the standard that most people are now meeting, and it's kind of required. If you look back in history, and if you look at the history of New York City, there was. Uh, a big crisis that was happening because they were like horse crap because everybody was literally riding on horses and using horses to pull their wagons was becoming a huge problem in the cities and sweeping this out and the smell and all the toxicity and stuff like that. And they were like, we've got, we can't have more people in the city because we can't handle the horses. And the automobile came along and changed everything. Now, most people would not change their car for a horse as a reliable means of transportation <laughs> today. Yeah, yeah. But literally city planning was taking people and not having them come to the city because they couldn't sweep up all the horse crap. So what's interesting is there's a lot of horse crap of people saying that this isn't real. But guess what? We are the, we are the automobile to the horse of the past. We're the rocket ship to the cars of today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And great way to put that. Great, great way to put that. I, yeah, I think it's interesting and it's exciting, right? Like it's exciting to be a part of this health movement and to be an early adopter. Right. But I mean, it's also interesting because like the things that I do now that probably make me the healthiest are probably what, you know, I humans were doing a thousand years ago, right? Like 
eating nutrient dense foods, getting all my vitamin and minerals in, spending time in nature, not sitting a lot, getting proper sleep, blocking blue light, not being around EMF. It's like everything that we did when humans were around thousands of years ago. So it's just interesting that we're like kind of circling back to this ancestral way of living, but in a modern society. We're the product of 10,000 generations or so of successful people who are able to survive long enough to produce offspring. And with that, we carry the genetics, the epigenetics, and the wiring of all of those successful experiments throughout time. And we can't just hack our way out of that. But what we can do is we can analyze those pieces and see what's impacting them and try to offset the negative things with the advantages of a technologically advanced world and then overcome deficiencies that our ancestors couldn't. And that's what's moving the needle forward and setting it up for the generations to come. Yeah, exactly. That was very well put. So if people listening to this are interested in taking magnesium, I know I have a discount code, which is biohacking Brittany for anyone who wants to try it, but where can they find it and how can people connect with you? Yeah, it's super simple. They just go to bioptimizers.com, put in that code and they'll get 10% discount. And then a couple other things we're on. I have an awesome health podcast. We also got Facebook and IG, all that sort of stuff social media things that everybody does. But I would encourage people a couple things. I have a course that you can download on the app by Optimizer app, which is 12 weeks awesome health. I give it away and it gives it gives first principles. So how do you set your whole program up using and we don't even get to supplements to the fifth level uh, of it because you need these foundational things. You can't supplement your way out of a bad lifestyle. I give my research where I find it, who taught me these things. And it's nice and easy five to 15 minute videos. And I give it away. It's sort of foundational point. But when it comes to magnesium or any of our products, if you try it and it doesn't blow you away, it's not the best product you ever took. We will refund all of your money and even pay for the shipping of the unused portion. Nice. I love that. No risk. Yeah. Yeah, that's super important. And I will put all of those links in the show notes and on the website as well. So everyone can find it super easy. And yeah, Wade, it was so great to talk to you again. This is, it's always such a pleasure having you on the show. Well, thanks, Brittany. It's always a pleasure to uh, get interviewed by you. And I hope that the rain lets up there in in Vancouver (laughs) area and the sun breaks through and a new Uh, era of biohacking sunshine emerges up there for you and for everyone else because we are paving the way and I want to thank you for your work and commitment to this movement which will shift humanity in a positive direction yes I love that yeah thank you so much thanks for listening to another episode of biohacking with Brittany If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.